0: Welcome to the Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the Meteor community. This episode is for Friday, September 11th, 2015. This week's episode is brought to you by Modulus.io. They are the single best hosting option available for Meteor right now. Go to Modulus.io and check them out. They offer a marketplace, they offer your Mongo databases. It's very easy to integrate with other Mongo databases. You know, they offer WebSocket support with Sticky Sessions. They do everything right for your Meteor app. I use them for everything that I'm doing. I would highly recommend you use them as well. Modulus.io Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh
1: Schoen. And I'm your co-host. To- oh. Oh, cut in. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. My name right. is Denius.
0: Dean Uh, Radcliffe I should send you the the funny bit clip To the Meteor Club podcast
1: (laughs) No, I am Ben Strahan Everyone knows me, come on Follow me on Twitter, underscore Benster
0: I loved the tweet we got the other day Like, I tweeted about Like, listening as Ben and I Talk about all the Meteor News of the Week And someone's like, don't you mean Rye? (laughs) Yeah (laughs) You're not listening to the current episodes Are you?
1: Yeah, seriously. It's funny. Yeah. But then like a shout out, like we had a great guy come in, join our group. He was like talking praises about about our podcast and everything. So,
0: The Slack channel. Yeah. Couldn't figure out what you meant by group. Sorry. (laughs)
1: That's all right. All these words. Man, it's a Friday. I'm already drinking some sandwich Uh, items.
0: I'm not allowed to drink anymore. I'm on like a 30-day no drinking cycle. Yeah. I might try to extend (laughs) it all the way up to like, space camp or something and then yes then fall crashing into that wagon <laughs> good stuff yeah my wife's like how many beers do you think everyone
1: will drink and i'm like uh... I'll,
0: have, I'll have like 20 a day myself i don't know about anyone
1: else you're gonna have to like hide them somewhere like in the basement or something because otherwise <laughs> they're gonna be like gone way too soon you're gonna yeah. have to like yeah we gotta ease we gotta ration bro <laughs> Otherwise we won't survive the weekend.
0: (laughs) That's what the hard liquor's for. All right. All right. So let's do some news. Let's do this. All right. So this week we're gonna talk about nude version four. From zero dot to four dot. Mm -hmm. Thirty days to Meteor (laughs) from dot
1: net. Nice. Why Meteor needs a conference? Totally. Why? I don't know why. Why? (laughs) We'll find out. Meteor plus React Native.
0: Kinda curious Mm. to hear what you say about all that. Mm. And then uh Kadira Debug got some updates. We're gonna talk about it a little bit. So this is I think this is officially the last Meteor podcast, by the way.
1: (sighs) Goodbye, everybody.
0: Goodbye. No, we're not going anywhere. We're just renaming the podcast. It's <laughs> I've
1: decided to officially
0: do it. Ben seen the new design. I may take a week off next week and and spend the time instead working on the the new site and getting it transferred over. But we're gonna switch it to Simplecast and change everything over to be a Meteor app. And uh frankly, I feel like we're talking about a lot more news than just Meteor all the time. So yeah. uh, if you've noticed, when it becomes a creator podcast, you know, I changed the tagline. Someone called me out on it today. And Niall called me out and said, why didn't you put Angular in the the new tagline? Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, I
1: forgot about Angular. What was that again? Everybody forgets about Angular. That's just a small thing. It's not not yeah. a lot of people are using it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think my mind likes to glaze over it because I'm, I'm just not a dependency injection kind of guy. I don't We're know. simple
1: people. We're simple yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. We only know one thing and then we just delays. Yeah. That's right. No.
0: So <laughs> anyway, be on the lookout for that. Uh, the meteor will still work, but it'll, it'll redirect to podcast.creator.io once we get it done. And everything should hopefully be seamless with the, uh, RSS feed and iTunes if you're using that kind of stuff. So i going to try to make it
1: painless. Yep. Yep. So crater podcast, here we come. Yep. Yeah. The next step, the next evolution. I was thinking
0: about like a tagline, like where the Meteor react node and angular news lands in your ear. I don't know. What do you think?
1: It's creepy. Yeah.
0: Not, not yeah. good.
1: Oh, I don't keep, like anything landing in my ear. I'll keep thinking on it. It's kind of gross. It's like a yeah. wet willy. Yeah. Yeah. Are exactly. we the wet willy of, of the JavaScript world?
0: Yeah, maybe, okay. maybe that's the tagline that is. The wet, wet, wet
1: willies. JavaScript world. The wet willie that you'll like. Oops. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Here, I was recording with us in the wrong configuration. So if you're watching, you saw Ben really big.
1: Ooh, that's <laughs> awesome.
0: Yes. Super <laughs> Ben. All right. So let's, let's talk about it. Node version four. What, what in the what?
1: How did this happen?
0: Yeah. So if you weren't following along in the Node world, What's wrong with you? No, I'm just kidding. You know, there was was the whole split with IOJS and Node, and they decided to go with a completely different numbering system. And then they were pushing out, you know, like a new version every month, basically. They went like one, two, three, pretty fast. Three, like, just came out. I swear to God, we were talking about like two weeks ago, not even. And, And then boom, all of a sudden, here's four. So... I don't know what all this means. I'm, I'm spinning from this. I don't know. I, you know, here's the thing. Like, I think the new version has some new stuff in it. You know, they're um, they're getting a bunch of ES six stuff in place and starting to take advantage of that. And they've upgraded to like version four point five of the V eight engine and a lot of different things like that. And so the other thing is too, they now have like full ARM support, so oh, you can run this on a really? ARM 6, 7, and the 64-bit uh, ARM 8 chip. So That's awesome. Interesting stuff, right? Internet of Things. Yeah, definitely. Running Node. Internet of Things running Node. They also announced some LTS support, so if you're familiar with how LTS works with Ubuntu, I think it's similar to that in that, you know, they're going to have a version that they'll keep patching for a while and they'll make sure that it's kind of relevant for a long time. So you don't necessarily have to automatically upgrade to Node 6 when it comes out next week. You can stay on Node 4 for another month or two (laughs) or maybe a little longer. I don't know. Maybe the long-term support means a year. I have no idea. I actually didn't read the LTS stuff.
1: So does this mean that we don't need to add the ECMAScript 6 package when we're like testing out 1.2?
0: Oh, you absolutely have to. I guess technically today we're still the Meteor podcast, so we can talk about it in that context. But it's going to be a while before we see Node 4 support drop in Meteor. And I, I think the reason for that is because, you know, they're reliant on some things like NodeGIP and uh, Fibers, and I don't, you know, they're going to be relying on either helping that guy get those guys, get the libraries upgraded to work with Node 4, or they're going to have to make a decision to, to ditch it. If they ditch it, like, that's going to actually be a pretty big
1: thing in the Meteor community, so. Yeah. I heard uh, version 12 of Meteor's coming out. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, they're going to come out with 1.2, and then version 2 and 3 will be out, you know, the week yes. after and the week after that. So. Yeah, yeah, lot to cover. <laughs> <laughs> These release cycles are crazy to me. I don't know. Yeah, I can't wait for 1.2 to drop. Oh, this is interesting. I, I was actually just getting down into the finer-grain notes, and it looks like it comes with an updated version of NodeGIP. So I think maybe just have to get fibers to work with this updated version and then should be theoretically good to upgrade.
1: Awesome. 30 right. days to meteor from net. I thought net was the future. You know, they open sourced it. It's the past yeah. present and future. What you're trippy, man. <laughs> so I thought this was like a pretty thing that meteor kind of pulled out and said, surprise and put it on their blog. So, this guy from Catapult in Toledo, Ohio, close to you. No. No?
0: No. That's like saying Southern Illinois is close to you.
1: (laughs) Okay. Sorry about that. (laughs) But I thought it was like, I mean, they didn't get into specifics. It was awesome to like see a guy's perspective who's running a dev shop, a Mm -hmm. consulting firm. And... I thought he did a great job of really explaining from day one what they were thinking and then walking through it. And sometimes when you're, when I'm in the mix this much, then like I kind of like forget about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the stuff that I took for granted. And the next thing that I'll be talking about on the podcast is also like taking things for granted, you know, the react native thing, but we'll come back to that. Yeah. But I thought, I thought it was awesome. It was good. Do you remember the Q and a that you did with Paul? Yeah. And my question with Tim, even though he's my boss, was like, what made you like switch from a rail shop to to a media shop? And I think this article here is kind of like what I wanted to hear from him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you email it to him and be like, this is how you should have answered on the QA? Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, this is the chronological thinking that that like I need it. In Chicago, you come across people, I'm talking to people all the time that have different stacks, and things that, like, I want to know how to talk to people. I want to know how to communicate with them and, and show them, like, how Meteor would be better and beneficial for them mm-hmm. where they are right now. Yeah. And like, and so this is, this is the value I got out of this article.
0: Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a great point, right? Because I think at some point you get so proficient that you're having much different conversations than people who are getting started. And like, it's sometimes hard for people to be at a high level using it every day and then like explain like, I I think in conversation with people who say they know Meteor, like you tend to assume things that maybe they do or don't know, you know, and there's no good way to gauge that. And this is a good article. Like he breaks it up by weeks. Like here, you know, we did this on week one, week two, week three, week four. I love, you know, week four's title is no no turning back. Like that was very much like I got 48 hours into my first app and I'm like, I don't want to do rails ever again it's terrible Um, yeah
1: dean was swearing like crazy earlier this week because he had to jump into a rails app uh, a little bit it's like damn it how do i yeah so
0: i did i did about two months of work when i was at differential on meteor apps and then we had a rails client come along and they're like we are best rails guy and they like shoved me on it and i'm like i want to shoot myself this is terrible (laughs) And it was like, you know, it was a legacy Rails app, right? Like, this thing was years old, and yeah. they had bastardized it.
1: It was terrible. Mm.
0: I, I love the title, too. This isn't your daddy's JavaScript. Well, <laughs> I mean, technically, <laughs> this is the same JavaScript that my dad did use. Yeah. Yeah. ES6, maybe. Oh, sorry. ES2015, maybe uh, Maybe that's not my dad's JavaScript. But. Right. I agree wholeheartedly with the bottom of this thing when he says Meteor is a game changer. I've been doing web development for 10 years now and I've been on a Mac that entire time as well. Like I remember my very first job, my remote job working for a spammer in New York City no um, from my from my house here in Cincinnati. And like I went out and got a Mac mini just so I could afford to like have a better Rails development environment uh, and not be concerned with Windows. But, I, you know, he talks about like, how their Windows support is pretty good and how they can undercut competitors now because they feel like they can build great apps for half the cost. And I absolutely think, you know, that's what brought me here. And I think that's one of the reasons I stick around is because even long-term, I feel like development speed is still faster than other platforms.
1: So, Yeah. And it's still really early. Like you and I are in it every day. We know where the pain points are. We see where things are heading to be improved or what or what needs to happen to be improved. So like that that uh speed increase is just going to like increase as in the next 12 months.
0: Yeah. I've said it before like I draw on my experience from rails and like watching like I was there pre 1.0 launch and all that kind of stuff and kind of watching it again like if I look at Rails 1, 1, 1, 1 2, compared to like Rails 3 when they merged with Merb, that was huge. Like a Rails 3 app looked nothing like a Rails 1 app. Uh, they were completely different and had a lot of different ideas and things that, that were different to them. I mean, some things stay the same, right? Like you still have the controller and all that kind of stuff, but things change.
1: Get yeah. Better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they did a good job outlining uh, each week and I think they needed to kind of go into detail with that because of what they said at the end that they saw a 50% increase, a 40 to 50% increase. Like if they just threw that number out ahead of time, everyone would be like But then they, they walked through the details and, and I think, you know, he kind of laid out the evidence.
0: Yeah. So uh, I would say like, I don't know if 50% has held up for me, but I definitely, I think it's somewhere in the range between 30 and 40.
1: I'm interested to see like what, what they built. If it was just like something boilerplate, just a web app, I could see like being super surprised at the increase. But if you're getting out to the fringes and you got mobile going and you're trying to tie in with a bunch of other things and working with asynchronous data, you got some work to do there. It's good stuff. All right. It's a win. Win for Meteor. Woo-hoo.
0: Why Meteor needs a conference?
1: I, I think know. I know someone who's doing that. Yeah. Do you?
0: Yeah, I think so. Just yeah. send him this article. Maybe this is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I wrote a little article. Like I wanted to talk about the thoughts on why I wanted to throw a conference and and really like why I was talking to MDG in the first place and why I felt it was important. Um, You know, I think for me, uh, like the camaraderie and the relationships you build there, the networking you get, like that is all great. But I don't think it should be like our primary, like it's not my primary motivation. My primary motivation is still to figure out a way to spread like the media knowledge out amongst like more people. You know, if you look mm-hmm. at the dev shop every month, I think they're they're trying to do that on a small scale and we really need to have that on a much larger scale. And so, yeah. They have two good like 30-minute talks with some Q&A. I want to have like eight good 30-minute talks with some Q&A, you know? Like let's and let's showcase some people that aren't necessarily living I think I said maybe like the San Francisco Echo Chamber, you know, like not all of us are there. Like many, many developers are in other places. So uh, let's have something somewhere else. So
1: Yeah, so let's meet up in Tennessee.
0: Why not? Why not?
1: The uh, (laughs) Smoky Mountains
0: are beautiful in October. So if you've never been, it's pretty amazing. I'm hoping there's still leaves on the trees.
1: I'm super stoked.
0: Yeah. You guys are and, driving down. That's an awesome drive by the way.
1: Yeah. So I guess this is an invite. We're going to be renting a passenger van. If anyone's having a hard time finding flights into Knoxville, why don't you fly into O'Hare? Yeah. In Chicago? And then like truck it on down with us. We'll be there in time for dinner on Friday. Nice. Yeah.
0: Exciting. Little, yeah. Like, and speaking of dinner, like that's the other thing I I pointed out on this. Like, for my wife's birthday, we we tried out a little test run recipe of a sourdough French toast casserole. And I put a picture of that in there because uh, everyone enjoyed it so much. I think we're going to make it for the for the event. So one morning there'll be sourdough French toast casserole.
1: Very cool. as for Wendy's uh, birthday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Was that your invention?
0: Uh, no, I, I cannot claim that. Uh, we were watching... Pioneer woman. I think that was it on a uh, cool. food network and she made it and we're like, Oh, that looks really good. But mine didn't turn out and didn't look anything like hers. <laughs> <laughs> I let mine soak overnight. Uh, so it became more dense maybe. Um, and she mm. didn't, hers only soaked for like an hour or so. But my own invention is on the top there. I made a uh, apple bourbon pecan topping for it going to say it's pretty delicious oh
1: man that sounds good pecans are my weakness
0: oh nice good to know
1: it's way to my heart
0: so i I understand not everyone can attend this event and can't make it and we have a limited number of spots anyway they're almost gone actually at this point i think we've got like maybe 10 off-site tickets at this point and we may actually cut a few off just because we don't want it to get too crowded and we're kind of back and forth on how many seats we have at the table and stuff, but we're going to do our best to get quality recordings of all these talks and put them up on YouTube for everybody to watch, because I I feel like that is how we get the conversation going. You know, if if we have 10 people giving a quality talk and everybody's tweeting about it and they're up on YouTube and you know, maybe we can start to generate a little more buzz and uh, people can learn some stuff and everybody gets a benefit even though you aren't able to attend. You get to talk, and you get to talk. (laughs) Boom.
1: Boom. Yeah. I got to still figure out what I'm going to be talking about. I don't know. Maybe something with React. Oh, Dean took your spot. Dean took my spot? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's going to show up sick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about React Native, Ben.
1: React Native? What a segue.
0: Yours was better than mine. I'm just saying. Just playing off your (laughs) segue.
1: So Meteor plus React Native, our boys over at Differential, Spencer, he wrote this awesome post about uh, just the general things of using React Native. So for those who don't know, many people use Cordova with Meteor. It's built in support in the, in the build script uh, with Meteor. And I like it, I use it every day, interacting with Cordova, it's good stuff. I wish the performance was better. I wish that I had had access to uh, native UI and native animations and all that fun stuff, right? So here comes React Native. It looks really awesome. Woo, woo. And you dive into it right away, and you're like, oh, wait a minute here. This is a new client. We don't get any of Meteor's client power. We have to, like, wire it up all, all ourselves. Oh, man, do I want to deal with that? I don't know. And then... Uh, also no Android. So if you do client work like myself, then your clients are going to, you know, they want to be everywhere. Android's 50% of the market.
0: Well, I think that's one of the upsides, right? To Cordova and Meteor. Like I can tell someone like, oh, Hey, that'll take us 12 weeks or 15 weeks. That'll cost you 50 grand. But you'll end up with like a native app for both platforms at the end of it. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's kind of a, a big win but like I'm a designer and so performance, a good UX, it's really hard to fake it. It's almost impossible to achieve it completely in Cordova. And so, you know, there's tricks that you can get around it. But ultimately it's like, man, like when do I start playing with the big boys? You know, when do I really get in and get the power that I want? And it's mainly like for that, it's for user experience, it's for UI stuff. And there's trade-offs with it. Now, this article is a great, great write-up on the trade-offs and how to work around it. It's something not to be afraid of. So, And he lists out these challenges. How many are there? One, two, three. He gives three challenges, and I thought they were great. One is, hey, there's, like, no user accounts on the client, you know. That's one thing that we take for granted uh, with Meteor is, like, mm-hmm. how great the user accounts is and the security – uh, there's like just a few things you got to watch out for for security, and then you're good to go. But he walks through it. It's no big deal. I, I'm glad that he gives code code examples. Uh, no data reactivity and walking through that. And then the last one was data interaction. So, and that's and that's a cool thing is like at, right off the bat, people are like, hey, I'm going to have to wire up DDP and then we're good to go. You know, that, that's something that people think of right away. I really liked it because of how short this article was. It included uh, code snippets, and I think this is maybe the future of Meteor. Mm. Mm? Like, what are you doing? Even like right now, you're doing something funky with uh, with having like static pages, right? And bringing a DDP connection in.
0: No. That idea huh. Or something. No. What's
1: about someone else? Huh.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Not me. Uh, I've just been doing the Cordova app, and then um, just just little other things here and there. But the main things that Cordova app.
1: I think interacting with other clients and interjecting like uh, Meteor as a backend, and and figuring out just really quickly how to how to use user accounts, how to how to work with Reactivity and data from Meteor, and plugging it to any kind of front end that you have. It's something that more people should get familiar with. And this is a great article to, like, introduce that and not have you be scared, scared about it and be excited because React Native is something exciting, something yeah. that like, I do want to try this. The
0: question yeah. is, you know, are we going to see, like, React Native support for Android or are we going to see React Native support for tvOS?
1: <laughs> anyway, for Android, I asked the same question and there is, like... React Native for Android.com or something like that, and there's like a countdown. That like someone someone tweeted out something from the React Native team a long time ago, and they and this someone started up a countdown website for it. So supposedly it's like two weeks away or something like that.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. That that's interesting. I don't know, but um, somehow I doubt that.
1: Uh, with the new, if you look at the release log. They are mentioning some changes that they're making so that it would work in both Android and iOS, or at least the terminology is better understood.
0: Yeah. You kind of blew me off there when I said tvOS, but in reality, <laughs> like, no, you got to stop laughing. Like, seriously, now that it's, it's going to have an app store and...
1: I'm just thinking of Google TV.
0: Well, I've never used Google TV. I'm sorry, man. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I'm an Apple TV guy. So, But I mean, you have to re- legitimately consider this conversation because Netflix is using sure. React. And I mean, you know, I don't know if the stat was true, but Apple said that they own something like 60% of the home streaming market. Uh, home home TV streaming market. I think that's- I
1: think that that number is skewed because like I have multiple different streaming boxes at my house. Do you more than just an Apple TV? I do. I have In two Apple TVs. I have a Roku three, and I have a Google Play dongle.
0: Google Chromecast. Yes. Yeah, yep. I've got a Chromecast, and then everything else is uh Apple TV. But I mean, honestly, like that Chromecast is going to get replaced as soon as I buy my new Apple TV.
1: Did you sign up for the developer? I did Cleaver?
0: not. Uh it says in there that they're going to preference uh people who have apps already in the app store. So
1: chances are I'm not going to see one cuz I don't have an app in the app store. Yeah, I wonder what what they're going to do with that. Um, well, cuz I don't have apps under my name, but I have apps in there like that I have like a developer certificate mm-hmm. uh, under my name and so I wonder if like they'll count that. I I yeah. would hope they
0: yeah, be- I don't know. Yeah, because I've got, like, the enterprise account that I'm under for my email address. And, like, that's another question. Like, I kind of held off because I didn't know, like, where are they going to get the credit card info from? Do I put it in as I'm signing up?
1: Or I don't know. I don't want to, like, they, char- they didn't ask for a credit card.
0: Oh, I heard they charge like, a dollar. And then if you get in, like, they'll... I account. signed
1: up. They didn't ask for it. They said that it was going to be charged well, I, I a dollar. Dev-
0: well, that's, that's my worry. It's going to be whatever cards on file for paying for your developer account, which I don't mm-hmm. do. So I don't want my client to be like, Whoa, we got charged for an what? Apple TV. What?
1: what? You have an iTunes account with a credit card, right? Mm-hmm. You use that same one for your developer account.
0: Yeah. That's but what they're going to charge. I don't have like a $99 developer account. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What well, do you got, have, an enterprise account? Yeah, they just invited me to their enterprise Another account. One. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. Cool. I didn't know who would get charged for it, and it just felt awkward, so I didn't do it.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll wait anyway. a little
0: extra. No big deal.
1: Josh cannot explain a, a, a $1 charge to his client.
0: <laughs> I can explain the $1 <laughs> charge. It's what happens if you get selected, and there's like that $199 charge, and they're like,
1: No is this no it's a dollar charge you get it for free no
0: once you're selected you gotta pay do i yeah what
1: did i sign up for yeah i don't know i I was on my phone when i was like going through it maybe that was something that was like a media query it just like got out yeah (laughs) maybe
0: uh yeah so back to the story at hand like the react native stuff i think it it looks interesting to me right like i mean Mm -hmm. I think uh, React is, is going to stick around. Like I, I plan to actually, the, the app that I wrote that got me into Meteor worked with an Apple TV, and I'm thinking about like redoing the entire thing with microservices and React just to like play around and
1: so understand some stuff. So. I think React Native will work with Apple TV right out of the gate. That would
0: be pretty awesome.
1: Because Apple TV is built on iOS. Yeah, It always, it always has been, even right now. It's locked down. You can unlock it right now and install apps on it. Yeah. sounds like you did.
0: No, I've never. No. I mean, here's the thing. Like I I can stream stuff to my Apple TV using airplay. Like that's Mm -hmm. actually a pretty amazing protocol there. Like I just issue a command and keep a connection open and it'll play a video for me. It's pretty awesome. Um, Awesome. Yeah. Like I spent an entire day trying to figure out how to get Chromecast to do it. And I couldn't. So gave up apple wins oh cool of course i'm biased uh so kadira debug they released an update have you used this before ben
1: i personally have not oh sorry. actually actually i did yeah yeah
0: when
1: yeah. the future fe- first came out
0: So the thing is like you, you can use this without having to put it into production. It'll work in production if you want, but you can just Mm -hmm. use it locally as well, which is kind of cool. Kadira debug is really interesting because it's got like all the performance analysis tools. Like it'll break down all the calls that you're making. Forget what you call that. Um, Perf tools, I guess, you know? Um, So it's almost like the perf tools that you never had. And it works with node and all that kind of stuff. And, you can see events that are firing off like subscriptions and live updates on the client, which is really kind of interesting. Like uh, you can't quite, with Kadira itself, you can't quite dig into this level easily. You can turn on debug and take some snapshots and see what's going on, but still not quite like this. But so now they've released an update and they're giving you uh, traces where you can actually click through and pull up uh, a similar trace screen to what you see in Kadira itself which is super helpful um, Mm -hmm. because you can see like what is taking a long time. Like I actually want to try to use this with um, Crater because there's, there's some stuff going on in the front end that I think is a little wonky and needs to be fixed. And I'm not saying that's like any one person's fault. It's just (laughs) stuff that needs to be looked at to help speed it up. I think this is going to be a super helpful tool. Uh, and then they've also got this DDP timeline. So it'll kind of show you where you're spending your time in DDP and, and it almost looks like a Gantt chart. So you can see where one DDP subscription might be blocking the others from finishing and that kind of stuff. So really super fantastic view for trying to figure out like why things are slow yeah. uh, and how to speed them up. So I was pretty excited by this.
1: This is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. And as always, like, the blog post has some animated GIFs in there, so you can kind of see what the features look like, so.
1: Kadira needed a win. This is a win.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially, like, was it last week we were talking about the Friday Night War? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun stuff. I was wrestling with with posting errors on Kadira earlier this week, too. Yeah. It's becoming an integral part of our dev stack, so. Yeah. It's really cool to see the innovation keep on coming out and Aranota, Great job, brother.
0: Yeah. I think you know, honestly, like if I had to give him one piece of advice, I think he's missing a payment level in between there. Like I'm at the point where I think I'd probably pay for crater, but I don't want to pay $50 a month. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I need to pay $50 a month. So same here.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. Aranota.
0: You Need like a $10 plan, man. Yeah.
1: Right. Right? I can help him out with that, right, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. You're good at that, Ben. Let's talk, brother. That's it. That's the end of the show. Yeah. Dude near Tennessee. It's Friday.
0: Are you Dude. sad though? Like this is the end of the meteor podcast? Me? Yeah. <sighs> no. This is all your idea. Before I
1: even like <laughs> before I even was a co host, I brought this up.
0: Yeah, yeah. You've been pushing for this for months and months.
1: I'm I'm like the little I was the little bug in your ear yep. about
0: it. <laughs>
1: it's good stuff.
0: All right, good guys. Well, thank you for listening. As always, be sure to check out Modulus, big sponsor, Modulus.io, for all your hosting needs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Meteor Club you can sign up there and get access to the Slack chat room Mm -hmm. where things are always crazy and we're always exploring new ideas. I kid you not, someone was talking about react and Phoenix and Elixir or something along those lines today. And I was just like, what the (laughs) crap? That's just crazy talk." Yes. (laughs) So
1: I was right there with you.
0: Fun times in there for sure. It is good stuff. Yep. All right. So uh, tune in next week. You know we'll be tweeting the new link and all that kind of stuff when it's out. Ooh. Probably actually not next week. I said we we're going to take a week off and and uh, get the new site up and then we'll.
1: People keep a lookout on the Twitter feeds for the announcement for when this website's up. Yeah. And click retweet.
0: Or crater. Pay attention to crater. Yeah. I expect this
1: will be like the top story for a week on <clears throat> Are we gonna make like a, a YouTube channel now? Since we're doing the rebrand, Are we do- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> recording off now.
0: No, stop. No, uh, uh, it'll probably just stay on my YouTube channel. I'll just uh, keep growing my YouTube channel following there. What's your name again? I forget. Queso <laughs> ninety eight. <laughs>
1: I was too late. Josh. I was too
0: late to YouTube. You can't change it after the fact either. It's like
1: You can add another, yeah, another, another channel. Yeah. Dude, this uh, this is a rebirth. This is a rebirth. Node React. We're welcoming into our bed with us. This is time. <laughs> this is time. We can't be putting on the same old shirt. We got we gotta change our user account name.
0: What are you saying? <laughs> I gotta get a new shirt now? And that's the original one too. So yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. All
1: right. All right. So if All you
0: don't right. watch the the YouTube video, I'm wearing my meteor, my OG meteor shirt today.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> and you know, in two weeks, you'll find out who won. If if we're still under the Queso YouTube, or if we're under Crater, who knows? <laughs> who knows?
0: Yeah, I can tell you who wins.
1: <laughs> yeah. I could, I could do it I could do it like what the other YouTube people do where they like make like another channel and they just (laughs) copy videos over.
0: (laughs) You would too, wouldn't you? (laughs) All right. All right. All All right. We'll be back soon. See you guys. This podcast has been a meteor club production. You can find out more information about meteor club at meteorjs.club. It's pretty easy to join the mailing list and stay in the loop. Again, that's
1: meteorjs.club.